Hi again, this is Pretend Wizards with Roxanne. Typical. John. We can't save Roxanne from her violent addiction to Fire Emblem. Brittany. Kristen sucks. And Raphael. Gerudo mom is all of our moms. Okay. And Ron's dead. And Ron's dead. Ron's not here. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Ron. Nothing's left of him but a... Of a, a terrible towel, that's all. Yep. yep. That's all but really, how much more there. was he than a terrible towel? <laughs> John wave Ron around in the air. I feel like that sounds more <laughs> insulting his last if people don't know what a terrible towel is. Okay, if, who doesn't know what a terrible towel is? I fucking didn't before... I wouldn't, know I wouldn't fucking know about yeah. some sports dumb Sports bullshit. thing. I guess, I guess we've just all been, you know... Yeah. Indoctrinated by like Ron yellow, to know a terrible towel. It's like a yellow I'm towel for the steel. The John, piece. you just like move that right in front of the to, mic as you're moving it over. It's fully work. Yeah, totally. It's fully work for the sacrificed peeps for my dead so, homie. That's not even sacrifice. It's more like you're representing Ron with a sack of yellow peeps. <laughs> sack of yellow peeps. Ron, you're a sack of yellow peeps. peeps. Well, this I like this. This episode is dedicated to Ron, who is dead. T-shirts available in, on, the, on the website. Yeah. But so our new oh, that's right. Because every time we uh, we end like a big part of the thing, also somebody ends up leaving. So it's actually <laughs> has it been every time. So it's not a character this time, and it's not that but somebody's has, leaving have the have podcast. Lost, Rod literally died. Have we actually <laughs> lost a character every time we finished a quest? Yeah, I, I think uh, so. So maybe. I don't know. Fact no. check us, fans. Well, well, we didn't. Did we lose any? Was it? Did we lose Lilani after the Kelpie thing, or was it... She left at the beginning you know of what? the second quest. Okay, so yeah, I guess you kind of did. Yeah. So, we lose somebody at the, the end of every quest. Second, Sad. Second quest, it was... Nobody cares, okay, Christian. Fine, fine. Shut up. But We've got we, important news. We have we, patrons to talk about. I don't want to talk about your dumb bullshit. Talk about okay? the game. I'd rather talk about motherfucking Patrick Tully, who gave us money. Thank you. We love you. You're the bomb. All right, also, I feel on. like I've heard the name Tully somewhere. Uh, Who cares? Game of it's Thrones. a cool name. Oh, it oh, is. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Thank you. Oh, are you from yeah. Game of Thrones? Yep. Shit, man. Let's get oh, his no. autograph. He's in danger. On, yeah, like, a check. Sorry. You're you, they're already dead. Oh. oh spoiler alert. Jesus. I haven't even read the first book yet. Patrick Tully. <laughs> we also uh, have Fiona Doyle as our new patron. Thank you so much. Fiona is a very good name. Yes, Princess these yeah. all sound like fantasy names, don't they? No. Or just, real or just English people? names. I have another patron. Jesus Christ, rude. And Katie Grigg. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. They may the or best. may not be real people. Who That's knows? Okay. Grigg are you is a real? Cool last name. Does it matter if they're real? So if are you saying? At us. <laughs> I'm just, no. I'm just making up fake patrons so that you guys feel better. Is this yeah. some yeah. weird <laughs> money laundering money. scheme? Yes. <laughs> Brittany has figured out the perfect way to launder money is Actually, through Patreon. You could do that. No, because oh, you have shit. to. Have, you can't use cash on Patreon. Yeah, so. That's true. Well, like, you could use Visa Vanilla gift cards. Okay, there you go. There you there go. There you go. Is everybody paying us through Visa gift cards? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. The money goes is to Patreon Is there a problem first. if they are? I mean, anyway. I feel like laundering money must be very easy with small amounts of money. That's and why I'm like doing progressively all these fake $5 much, much patrons. more difficult. Exactly, Britney's smart. I'm smart. I'm just That's discovering right. this. Britney's like, you're so, you're so I behind have to the do game. I something with all of my drug money. Yeah, That's right. It's going to take a long time to get through I all of it, though. I invented this whole podcast in order to get patrons in order to launder my drug money. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Only $10 more million to launder <laughs> through this Patreon. Okay. So, do you guys remember what happened last week? Hell no. We did. Yeah, good. we finished. We, oh, yeah, we finished our quest. I remember that. Now you remember. And now we're going to go back to nighttime hell. Yep. No, you're going to go back and sleep and rest, and we're going to go right to the next day. You're going to choose your new quest. Even Shut though your Ron's filthy not here. liar mouth. No, that's exactly what else would happen. Huh. Okay. Scary stuff. So I think we'll start with. Ragna, because Brittany, you wanted to do some stuff before. Yeah, I was thinking about Sleepy Bye. Pretend Wizards in my off time when I'm not recording Pretend Wizards. Because mm-hmm. you're very cool. And I was like, oh man, I forgot about some babies. Ragna forgetting about children? Yeah, I know it's very hard to believe. Mm. But um, I am going to go back to HQ, which I believe is severely fucked up at this point. But we left our cloth children there? Yeah, you. I think Michael you did. Michael and Jordan are there. I don't know 
Are you sure? Because I thought Ron had them and had to like oh, yeah, deal no. with a battle You're armor. You're right. Yeah, so like, where Ron are they? Ron sent them to the other orphanage, which would mean that they ended Are you up... sure? Yes. Okay. Oh, so okay. Here. So Ryan doesn't the, have to do what shit. What was the battle armor thing? He had to like, he had them with him for a while. Oh the yeah, he had them strapped to his he, front and back. Yeah, you made him buy like a special, <laughs> oh. uh, like... Baby, oh, bond. Were we like what armored papoose? A papoose. Yeah. Armored yes. papoose. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. yes okay. I remember now. So as long as they're here, then that's fine. I'll just stay here. I don't okay. want to go back to my dad's yes. house. Do you remember your baby's names? Michael and Jordan. It's not that order. Jordan and Michael. Yes, Jordan and Michael. I Always in that them... order. <laughs> but they're they're two individuals. Okay, like, but I certain... like Michael more than Jordan by far. So <laughs> Michael goes first. Wow. Fuck Jordan. This kid is literally born today. I don't care. I can have opinions on things. He was born a chump. (laughs) Yes. Life's going to be rough for this kid. Just born peeps. Marshmallow children. Disgusting. I hate him. Put him in the microwave. Yep. I'm going to put him right (laughs) in the microwave. This little scrub. That's the... That's the pro tip for parenting. Just put that kid in the microwave just for a little bit until they explode. Just get them, get, <laughs> a wait, get them all soft. You, you forgot. Yeah. Put it on power five. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Don't want to overdo it. That's important. Yeah, remember that. Just for a moment, get them all rosy. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they are here. All right. They're probably in the what's right now, I guess, becoming the children's wing of Pegasus Manor. Sure, they can do whatever they want in here. I don't give a shit. Wow. The, the loving father-child no. relationship. Why am I their father? Because who you else? A, you bought a sandwich Anyone for them. else? <laughs> no, I'm saying more like I don't, it's not like I don't care about the children, which I don't. I'm <laughs> saying I don't care about what happens to Pegasus' fucking house. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Because Jordan's gonna, hmm gonna fuck it up oh shit look at this little fuck up he's gonna mess everything up Ugh. yep so let's roll for turn order can use these new dice oh yeah seven nine twenty two I don't want to go first anyway. I want to get that like, shit I, out of the like, fucking I want to go first I want to get fucked real you want to rip that bandaid off yep Roxanne what'd you get uh Seven, but okay. Ragnar didn't add their bonus. Uh, there is no. no bonus. It's turn order. It's, well, then how oh, John turn order. get a Never twenty-two? Mind. John, a... don't add turn your bonus oh, to 18. rolling for turn order. I got a four. Okay, I still go first. Fuck off. It was Okay. Wait, I need to get stealthy. John's like, oh, Christian's wearing hood. Of course, I need to be wearing hood because I'm sheer of snow. Hey guys, here we go. Everybody. No, okay. we're not all gonna. Oh, I was really I hoping that Raphael would have a hood so no. Roxanne would. Oh yeah, actually, three of us are wearing hoods oh, now, and two of us aren't. For the Instagram. Oh my gosh! Wait, I Let's need just to put my bunny ears on. Sleeves down. I need to be hidden. Oh, John, you're stealthy. so stealthy. Where'd oh, he go? Oh my god! What? His... What? I, he's wearing <laughs> a name tag with my name on it too. Yeah, he's in disguise and exactly. Wait, I have to zip it off. Wait. There we go. So you look real cool. Okay, wow, so you look amazing. You can just Josh. start doing John's turn. Yeah, I'm just going to do John's turn while he does this. So, uh, cool, Shira, you, of course, uh, just pa- you get home, but you're like, I think you were the most heavily injured out of everybody here. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, so you're really barely hanging on by a thread. It's been a long, painful, painful day. I literally walked in and passed out. Uh, you, like, pass out while being administered to uh, by nettles. And, you know, you don't remember much of any of it. Uh, but you wake in the middle of the night. And you find yourself not passed out on the floor in front of the door of your house. But in your bed. It's the it's late, late at night. The moonlight streams through the windows. Or at least what little of it can. As the lo- tall, high windows are crowded. Curtained. By the foliage outside, their branches scraping and pressing strongly against the glass. Oh my god. <sighs> um, is it like scratching against the glass? That's what woke me up? Or? What wakes you up is not the sound of the branches scratching against the glass, which is, you know, they're, they're tapping the glass, but they're not like scraping at it like some sort of skeleton's fingers clawing its way in. 
what wakes you up is simply noise. At first, you don't realize that it's happening, but as you find yourself more and more awake, as you just like, sort of rouse from your slumber, you realize there's sort of a uh, quite quite a din going on. Not like a, a ridiculous cacophony of sounds, <laughs> but uh, a a constant soundscape that you're not used to. What does it sound like? It sounds like a hundred thousand things. Sounds you can't place or understand. The sounds of crickets, of birds. It's the sound of being in the midst of a forest. Dense and thick. It feels slightly comforting, but also strange. You lived your whole life in this uh, manner, which is mostly bereft of forest since you live in the middle of a city. Though the Tartan Quarter is definitely one of the more like deciduous sections. Okay. I'm pretty sure that this is a defense mechanism for the house. Shira says to herself to comfort herself. Um, I'm going to get up and kind of walk the halls to see if I see anything weird going on in the house. It's kind of a way to calm myself. Patrol. Oh, she's going to go on patrol in her pajamas. Aww. So, roll perception. Fourteen plus fifteen. As you wander the halls, the normal, quiet, stark stillness of uh, Winter's home is full to the brim with life, with crickets, unmentionable sounds of strange origin, birds, the sounds of leaves rustling. And every so often, you feel as though you catch something in the corner of your eye, moving from the edge of hallways to the darkened doorways of room. Mm. I'm try and find that how what is, what is you trying to find it entail see if I see it bolt into a room and then go into the room and close the door you just bolt into one of the doorways after feeling as though a presence has passed into it you're staring into uh, one of the old servants quarters old and dusty the bed turned up It mostly seems to be well kept, you know, as much as it can be kept by nettles. But there are a lot of rooms, a lot of unused rooms. And the room itself is uh, fairly dusty, a little musty smelling. There doesn't seem to be anyone here. And the dust itself doesn't seem to be disturbed. Still, there is the feeling of presence. A feeling that throughout your years as a uh, ne'er-do-well, I guess... You have learned to trust. Even now, you feel as though you are being watched. I'm going to search the room. What way? Just like looking underneath things. Just like a quick like glance through? Um, but you just said looking under things. So. Well, yeah, I mean, really I'm more... just wondering to the, like, I don't know what level like of searching of a, Shira's going here. Like, investigative. Like, I'm not going to search like really quickly. I'm going to take my time. I think he's not tearing the room apart. That's mainly what I'm trying to ask yeah, yeah. if you're he's tearing the room apart He's not tearing it apart, but he's not just, like, giving glancing. it like, a glance. Okay, so, roll investigation. Ha! Uh, eight. You, like, move about the room and check it carefully, but it's pretty easy to do a search. I mean, I guess you probably don't trust the idea that the dust has been mostly undisturbed. You're like, whatever. I've seen weirder stuff than things not disturbing dust. Yeah. So you search the room underneath the bed. Shira, checking under that bed, making sure. Uh, you don't seem to find anything. God damn it. As um, you're looking uh, under the bed, you uh, hear, or almost hear, it's really hard to tell, uh, something scurry out the door and into the hall. Like the door open and close? You are unsure whether or not you ever close the door behind you. Fucking holy shit. I'm going to bolt out the door. 
you turn around to bolt out the door and roll dexterity as a save. Would you get a one? <laughs> Do you get a one, serious? No? <laughs> what a great time to get a one. So hearing someone, hearing what it sounds like, someone like run through the door behind you. Just Christian, don't roll any damage because you'll kill him by making him run. No, no, Shira's healed at this point. Okay. Um, you you just turn around and you run straight into a closed door. (laughs) You crack your face against the hard, solid wood, well crafted of Winter's home, and stumble back several feet, cursing loudly. Uh, roll, roll perception. Seventeen. You hear what sounds like light giggling that seems to come from nowhere. Oh, go fuck yourself! <laughs> I'm gonna whip the door open as hard as I can and run out the door. You just tear the door off its hinges, not literally, and throw the door open and run out into the hall. It's still the middle of the night. Just looking uh, around, uh, steaming. There's nothing. Um, Are you going to continue your investigation like around Winter's home? This time a lot more hasty. Okay, so you quickly make your way around Winter's home looking for something. Still the feeling persists of always being watched. A feeling as though you have always just missed a crowd or a person. As you enter and exit rooms. And then roll perception. 19. As you are walking uh, through one of the outer halls that stretches from the main dining concourse to the main hall, your eyes glaze over the windows and through the spaces between leaves, through the fingers of the trees outside that cluster so closely together, you spot a figure. A man with a serene smile on his face that you catch for only the briefest of moments as he's illuminated by the moonlight as he passes between two trees. It's your loyal gardener, George. The one who disappeared? Yes, yes, that one. I just wanted people's... (laughs) People's memories might be a little bit... If you remembered it, they remembered it. I just wanted to say it out loud so it was... Not in question. Okay. So George, friendly George is outside. That's what it seems like. Also, John, I need to remind you that any servants that were still left, like your five remaining servants, are not like just servants to you. I know that. I'm saying that George is outside. Well, you see. missing. Yes. I am going to... Um, throw on a robe and go outside. Okay. You run to the main door, I assume? Yeah. Okay, so you run to the main door where your robe is already waiting upon the coat rack next to the door. You throw it on and tie it together loosely, not really thinking about it much, just trying to get something on before you run outside. And throw my boots on, just so, because I'm going out in, like, the forest. Mm-hmm. Not laced. I'm not gonna lace them up. I'm just gonna put them on and go. Okay, yeah. You quickly throw on your boots, pull a robe over hastily, and dash out the door. Immediately rushing into the foliage of the thick forest. You don't. It's incredibly dark outside, but that's perfectly comforting. To see a snow, she doesn't need moonlight. The darkness is her home. I'm gonna go towards where George was. Okay, you begin moving out into the forest. I'm gonna very very quietly call out George. 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 <laughs> quietly calling Jason. out doesn't usually work. Jason! 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 George! George! So, uh, you begin moving out into the forest yes. towards the area you saw. Yeah. Um, the moment you move 10 feet from your house, it is obscured by foliage. And then we Russian. never heard from Shira again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like I can't see, or is it like the the shrubbery and the branches and all of the trees and everything there is just too thick. You cannot see your house the moment you're ten feet away from it. 
Oh, don't you have like some magic forest shit going on or something? Nat. Yep. <laughs> um. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with your robe and your untied boots, Shira. So I can't get through it at all? Well, obviously I'll have to like... You can get through it. You're moving through it. I mean, it's very thick and movement is slowed as a result, but you are moving through it. Yeah. So that's not that's not a yeah. concern. I'm just, I'm just saying the concern is that you cannot see your house now. Okay. That's fine. I know that my house is... I know the general direction of where to go back for my house, so... You uh, may be in your front lawn, but it has certainly transformed itself quite dramatically in the last few days. Yeah. You tell yourself you've lived your whole life. This is the most painful extraction of a Tim Tam. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> How could you? The explosion of Literally Tim Tams. just threw them all on the floor. No, they all, I caught them all. Okay, no, good. there's a Tim Tam behind uh, Christian Tim. now. Yeah. That went flying through the air. Great job. Good. Thanks. Nice. nice. Okay. Way to ruin our nice cookies. So. God. And while you tell yourself, Shira Snow... That you lived here your whole life. Okay. That this is... yard is like a family member. You would know your way through it easily. This it's yard is like a family member. Like my yard is a family member. You're so lonely that the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You'll always talk to me, rocks. <laughs> Who knows if you can find your way back through. I guess we'll find out. Because you're in the thick of it now. You head through the forest, pushing your way past ivy and creeper, past branch and leaf, looking for something. Roll a perception. Ha! What'd you I get? Got a 20. You got a 20. Yep. You catch the vaguest glimpse of George far ahead basically at the edge of your site. In fact, a little bit past like the 10-foot limit that seemed to have occurred with your own house. Through the spaces of the trees, you catch uh, the smallest glimpse of George. What the fuck? On a 20? Shut up and let me finish, Shira Snow. However, something seems wrong. Even if he is very far away, you feel like it's a little too easy to see him. You feel like the moon has parted in too convenient a way to illuminate him better than anything else around him. Hmm. He almost seems to give off a gentle light, in fact. However, that moment is all you get, and then George is gone. But you saw the general direction he moved in. I feel like that's super suspicious. Uh... Just call up Pal and say, right? hey, some of your friends are here. Come make them go away. Roxanne's being all meta here and, like, <laughs> the only one who knows what I'm doing. Uh, shush, shush, shush. Ragna, didn't Ragna already run into a Will-O-The-Wisp of some kind? Did he? I think what? so. What? When? I feel like somebody ran into one. It's I don't remember. Pal. Pal and friends. Did they do That's that? That's the only Will-O-The-Wisps that we've met, and they use oh. their powers to help us. Okay. Oh, so I, would I realize that? I don't know if Sharon knows anything about will-o'-wisps. Or even knows that Pal is a will-o'-wisp. No. We know that Pal is fairies. Yes. That's it, though. But you did say what kind of will, what kind of fairies they were. I did. But I don't know if, if Sheer is, like, paying attention to Sheer stuff at the all. the magic haters, like, the, psh, psh, yeah. all fairies are the same. You know what this reminds me of? The episode of The Simpsons where they thought they saw an alien in the woods that was glowing and it was just Mr. Burns the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm imagining. You know, that scene with Mr. Burns scared the shit out of me. It was really scary. Because I used to be super scared of aliens. And, like, that made me so, like, That's unnerved. So 90s oh, God, did like shit. signs was that just the worst movie for you John I... can't even talk about it he's so spooked <laughs> dude when I watched I fucking like died in that movie actually <laughs> you know scared the shit out of me Independence Day oh my, oh God, my. John's Day. like oh no save no, me the my alien and the glass scene earth. like when he slams the dude up against the glass like I fucking could not watch it it's oh the my best gosh. I watched it again recently and it was the best I've watched it in a long ass fucking let's time. watch it um well seeing that chasing after him might not be a great idea since it's the middle of the night in a big wooded forest it's impossible to navigate Uh, I'm going to make my way back to the house roll perception 
Because he seems very far away, and he keeps getting further and further away. I mean, you've only seen him once. Well, I saw him outside the door. You saw him outside the, the window, window of a hall that you're not even near. I know, but I'm saying he's moved around quite a bit in this thick brush quicker than I can. It's hard to say, actually. Okay, then I'm going to continue pursuing him then. I mean, I think you can certainly make a judgment call based on the information I gave you of what you saw, but I would yeah. not say that you think he's moving quicker than he should yet. Okay. Um, then... The reason I use that language like he seems oddly illuminated is because you got a natural 20. Yeah. You are um, perfectly within your be, rights to feel no, suspicious. I'm going to be suspicious. Or even walk away. Um, and go back to the house. Okay. Roll perception. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, you begin walking back to the house, but the brush around you seems different. It's hard to tell. You know, it's a forest. It's just a lot of plants and trees and dirt and moss. But it feel it doesn't feel exactly the same, even if you haven't really, like, seen this forest before. It doesn't feel like the way you came through. Uh, well, yeah, I'll keep going in the... I'm going to, like, in, into it direction my way, kind of the same way I went. Are you... Are you just walking face forward? Yeah, I was, so I could just turn around. Right. Do you want to do you want to turn around oh, and walk backwards? Oh no, is walk what Roxanne Roxanne, yeah. you just fucking saved John over I'm No, sorry. no, cuz it's real cuz it's You would a, not have come up with that on no, your own. No. No, cuz Shira would have because this, that shit would have happened to her fucking yesterday. <laughs> was it I think it was actually 2 days the day before yesterday. Yes. So reason. I would have a pretty good idea of that, but that happened like two years ago to John Smith. So, yes, I will walk backwards. <laughs> so, you want to turn around and walk backwards uh, the same direction you came in? Yes. Okay. You walk backwards in the same direction you came in. Came in. Again, uh, the sort of vines and shrubbery and even like the placement of trees seems very unfamiliar to you as you're walking around, walking backwards yeah. towards where you came. And you feel profoundly unsure of yourself as you go continue okay just you're gonna you're gonna trust keep moving in this swallow direction my pride and just keep i mean it's nothing about pride but your well, senses are screaming to you that you're going the wrong way i'm gonna, and that you're gonna get lost i'm already lost so i'm just gonna keep going okay so you're just gonna keep going in that direction yes okay so you maintain uh that direction and after what seems a little bit too long maybe 10 or 15 minutes you hit something hard and large behind you. The house? You turn around and yes, it's your house. No, something else entirely, John. <laughs> Fucking, I have no idea. Uh, is it where? Is it just a side of the wall or? No, it's your, it's your front door. Okay. I'm going to go inside. Okay, you turn around and your front door is festooned with vines and creepers. As though you left it. Weeks ago. Um, pull them off and try and open it. Okay. You you pull the vines and creepers down and leave them clumped on the ground in front of your door and go to open the door and it's locked. Old man Nettles comes to the door. You left so <laughs> long ago. Why you look so much like a girl I used to know. Uh, I'm gonna hit pound on the door, just like knock on. It. Well, yeah, knock on it. No, he's going to hit pound on the okay, door. Okay, you, <laughs> and then one three three five. Enter. Yes, yes. So, Shira, you you pound on the door for a moment, uh, and you pound on the door. Your your pounding does not seem to echo at all. It seems muffled by the forest itself, echoing not even a bit as you stand there in front of the door, slightly chilly. Okay. Well, I'm not getting in right now. Um, what about a window? Uh, I mean, you know, there are windows all along the house. Okay. I'm going to see if I can open a window. Okay, you, like, jump off, like, the large front, not really porch, dais, whatever, just the array, the array section in front of the house, and move along the side until you come to, like, just one of the first windows that would open up into the same grand hall. Yeah. 
and uh, you go to open the window, and it's locked. And I don't have my lock picking skill stuff. Fuck me. Uh, I don't want to break my Think windows. back to the first episode, John. He, he broke a window. <laughs> Did he? No, because there was magical force fields on the window. He went through a different window. I can't. I can't remember. I think. I think Shira just did. I thought we all had to get it in a special way. Yes, you did. It well, was just like, all separate. It was just all separate. Yeah, but I don't think anything as easily as breaking into the window on the ground floor worked. Yeah, I think it was. I think Shira just crawled into a window actually. Like on a higher floor, maybe. No, I think just on the bottom floor, she just crawled into a window. Okay, I, can, I can't remember, but I feel like it was. More difficult than just going through a window. Okay. It doesn't uh, make a difference. I'm not interested in bashing holes in windows right now. Okay. I am going to... Is there another entrance to my home? Sure. Okay, I'm just going to follow the building and go around to the next entrance. Okay. You uh... Keeping my eyes on the forest to see if George is watching. <laughs> George is watching. Well, see so if he like comes by, like because he's wandering <clears> the forest. Okay, uh, so you are sort of you have your hands on the thing, and maybe you're looking this direction. No, I'm just like I'm just running one hand on the building. Okay, and and walking like following the wall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll, roll. We'll save. Uh, 16. Okay. So, as you are going, keeping an eye out for George somewhere in the shadows, you feel yourself make a turn, and then another turn, like another corner, and then another corner, and then another corner. Okay, I fucking stop. (laughs) You stop. Your hand is up against Winter's home as you look out into... The forest. No, it's not. Ever changing, but also, I guess, ever the same because it's a forest and it all looks the same to you. Oh, this is fucking so stupid. Um, I'm going to walk backwards going across, like, Okay, you turn around and begin walking backwards while keeping one hand on the building. John, I bet if you get super blazed, everything will be normal. (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's the secret to fairies. 420 friendly fairies. Uh, so you begin no walking backwards while following the house, and after uh, what seems like far too long... Oh, Christian, one more question before we continue. Are these fairies down with the clown? <laughs> no. Do these fairies... <laughs> these fairies have also have the best rigs? <laughs> That's right. Vaping juggalo fairies. Yep, the best fairies. <laughs> so after what seems to be far too long, you find yourself... Uh, sort of stumbling into what seems to be the back door to Winter's home that leads out into the garden uh, and out into the hedge maze and the rest of the, the estate. Okay. I'll go in the door. Okay. You go to open the uh, back door of Winter's home. Uh, it's sort of a large, curved double door, uh, often kept open during garden parties. Yeah. And it's locked. Gonna scale it going to scale your house the door you're going to scale the door <laughs> is it is it oh no it's mm. okay i i don't actually are you scaling you know what scaling something means climb it yeah but it's a door it's like it's, i was misunderstanding so i'm not going to climb the door i was thinking that it was an open climb the shit out this door <laughs> fuck you uh i don't fucking know real perception Oh, Lord. Night, uh, 18. Somewhere, everywhere, behind you and above you, you hear, at the very edge of your hearing, maybe at the same level as wind rustling through the leaves, perhaps it is the leaves rustling, you hear what almost sounds like laughter. Oh, my fucking God. It's me laughing at you. <laughs> this is right. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Yep, that's his laugh. That's that's Ragnar's laugh. 
jolly old St. Ragna. It's me. I'm just going to yell, what the hell do you think is funny? <laughs> she was just screaming into the darkness, trying to climb up doors. <laughs> She's just blazed out of her mind. <laughs> Oh, well, at least we know that when Shara gets totally there's no res- There's blazed, no response. She gets paranoid. <sighs> no, I just completely forget all the stupid-ass rules of the fairies because it's been a thousand years since we've dealt with a fairy at all. Uh-huh. I think those were the only two that we really used a lot. I know, but I barely remember. Like, I barely remembered Rowanwood until, yeah, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, just start hitting things with Rowanwood. Oh, do you have any? any? No, I am basically naked right now. I have pajama pants, uh, a shirt, and a robe. And some shoes. And boots. Wait, you're not wearing slippers. You're wearing pajama <laughs> pants, shirt, robe, and then, like, Can they combat be Ugg, boots. Ugg yes. boots. Yeah, you're wearing Ugg boots, yes. <laughs> Fucking holy God. They're cozy slipper shoes. Sure, we totally have Ugg yeah, boots. And, yeah. and just to make sure you didn't get cold while you're outside, you brought a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> Nettles, get my pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> Shira would totally be that person that wants to see your manager. Oh. Um. What's I'm gonna. Like? Oh, this is Roxanne's so fucking frustrating. Well, because Roxanne knows external things about like fairies and stuff. I'm going to try and turn around and open my fucking door from behind me. She grasps the door handle to her home with her butt cheeks and begins to turn it. <laughs> Actually, you just use your hand. But the door remains locked. Well, Whatever is going on that may seem magical or ethereal or fey, the door itself is certainly locked. Uh, this is why I hate fucking magic. Because it's real <laughs> shitty. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. I have to deal with stupid fucking magic bullshit that is completely not fair to anyone. And really <laughs> to no one. It's not fair to anyone. Fuck fairies. They're vague and dumb and everything about them is annoying. Shira thinks to herself as, she cl- as she's struggling with the doorknob. I'm just gonna get real mad and just start pounding on the door backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't get a good angle on the door. Fuck no! So you just sort of eh, whack, 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 whack. Uh, roll perception. By the fairy laughing at me, a ten. You have more fairy laughter as you attempt to awkwardly knock on a door that's behind what you. What the fuck does make fairies? How can you make a fairy mad? Or, do you want to make them mad? I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> or make them... Get what does one of these fairies a, get real mad? Yeah, what do you do to appease a fairy? These seem like trickster fairies, so maybe you should let them pull a prank on you and then they'll be done? I don't know. I feel like they're already pulling a prank on <laughs> well, me right now. Well, let them do... I don't know. That, maybe you should follow the guy. You should just silently die. <laughs> <laughs> just give up all just hope. sleep on the doorstep or something. They'll get tired of it eventually. I am going to walk backwards to the front of my house and do that. I'm fall just, to fall asleep. I'm just going to take my robe. I'm going to curl up in a ball in front of my house and just sleep out of frustration for these fucking shitty fairies. Do you want to roll to for murder? some kind of knowledge? Yes. If Sheer has ever heard stories of fairies and oh maybe my God, wants yes. to Please. think what this might be. Yes. Sure. As you're heading back to the front door, you can think about stories you've heard of fairies. Ha, 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 you know, 20! Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. As Shira walks backwards, fuming, one hand uh, upon Winter's home, working her way back through the forest, stepping gingerly over roots, and sometimes not so gingerly, stomping some plants down angrily. Just every single time you hear a fairy giggling makes you even more on edge. I swear to fucking You recall God. stories of fairies playing tricks on people. Small, harmless pranks, sometimes larger than harmless, as fairies don't have a good idea of what is or is not harmless to mortals. But you recall the moral of such stories always being to have a good sense of humor. If there's anything fairies hate, it's someone who doesn't take a joke well. Oh, Shira. <laughs> oh, no. You're doomed. Oh, Shira, no. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so sad that you're dead. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, ha, ha, ha. It's so funny <laughs> to be lost. So, so Shira, are you, are you going to try and like Definitely. make seem like I look oh, great? You guys oh, so wacky. Fairies. Yes. Oh. Fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to desperately try and make it seem like I am having fun. Okay, roll performance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a one? <laughs> I literally shot snot out of my nose. Nice. Rest in peace. Wow, so you're, you're real convincing, Shears. Oh. oh, just so much fun! <laughs> just punching a tree yeah, until yeah. his hand's bloody. I'm yeah. just going to try and laugh and then just scream in <laughs> anger. Okay, as, as you're, you're doing so, and as you finish uh, get letting it all out, you spot George again. Far in the distance, <laughs> stepping between two bushes in a direction. Okay, so if I appease there what they want, they'll probably let me go. So if I go after George, there's probably a better chance of something happening. I mean, at least something will happen. All Stuff right. has happened. Yeah, but at this point, he's like trying to not move. Like, that's mm-hmm. not going to. Got to do something. Might as well. Yeah. Worst that happens is you die, John. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, no, there's curses. <laughs> What's another curse to shoot us? No. Just drop it on the pile. Just collecting them all. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pursue George. Okay. Roll. 16. Okay, you begin pursuing George, trying to keep pace with him. He's moving a little quicker than you've realized, and you only spot him every so often through the bushes, moving from one area to another. And as you're moving through, uh, you push aside a particularly large uh, bush of ivy and almost stumble face first into a small ravine. But you catch yourself last second and leap over it and land on the other side. Tricky fairies! That oh, <laughs> you say totally believable. Keep going. You keep going. Roll again. Sixteen. Okay. Again, you uh, follow the shadows of George through the uh, forest. You've been walking for a little while this time, maybe like thirty or forty minutes in one direction. You should have come to the edge. Of your property. Oh no, we're in fairyland. Uh, never gonna. Who end. knows? But uh, again, you you go to push through uh, a bush to follow him, and before you put your hand in it, you realize it's a large bush of poison sumac. <gasps> I'm an expert on that. Oh, you are now, and you 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 go around it. Why didn't you they make get a, a ghillie suit that? out of it? <laughs> you pl- well, you got it anyway, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't actually get. I'm not telling you what stats you're rolling. Oh my god. Roll again. You should have let him roll the first time he encountered Poison Sumac to see if he was immune to it or not. <laughs> 20 not natural. So okay. 19 plus 1. You Four. continue heading through the forest. And right. you spot... Oh, no, I got Oh, yeah. This, this dice is hot. No, okay. The last thing I want to do is get rid of this. It's either 1 or 20. <laughs> And it flashes. So you continue hitting the force, and you see uh, George step what appears to be a small, like, not even small, a quite large-ish burrow. Like, you just see him, like, disappear past a tree, and there's a burrow sort of against a hill in the midst of the forest. That's the last thing I want to do. All right, I'm going to go inside the burrow. As you step up to the burrow, however, uh, you recognize that it is quite... uh, it's quite fragile. You know, it's barely standing up. Like, should you go in, there's a pretty good chance it's going to collapse on your head. Don't. It'll be funny. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, like, touch it. Like, kind of, like, tap it to see how sturdy it is. Uh, you, you tap it a little bit. And, like, a, like a, the section you're touching, like, it crumbles a little bit, but it seems sturdy. I've come this far. I might as well go. I'm gonna check it out. 
Okay, Shira, you walk into the pur- the burrow and begin searching around with your elven eyes, seeing what you see, looking for George. And no sooner have you stepped five feet into the burrow than you hear a slight rumbling, and before you have the time to react, it collapses on your head. And you realize in this moment, as it's falling down on you, that it's not it's not just like, oh, it's a hilly hill. No, it's... It's basically mud. It's just a big, big pile of mud that was somehow not falling over. And you are just <laughs> engulfed head to toe in mud. So he's dead? No. Wow. No, How you, big is this hill? No, you, you manage. It's it's pretty large. Like, he definitely got buried in what must be four feet of mud falling on his head. I feel like he'd be dead. <laughs> but uh, Shira, Shira's still strong. Strong, strong girl. So you, you pull yourself out of it before you suffocate or anything. Coughing and spluttering mud. A solid coat of it weighing down all of your clothes and hair. Just remember, I went first, so fuck all you people. So, so what, are, what are you doing, Shira? As you crawl and pull yourself out of a soggy pile of mud. <laughs> I'm going to crawl out of it just laughing crazily. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be having fun. Roll, for, roll performance. I don't know if he's trying to say that he did a good job. <laughs> I got a 21. Okay. Uh, so Shira comes out with so much merriment at being covered head to toe in junk. Uh, and as you crawl out of the pile of mud, you have you crawl like off of just like the mud. Onto the front stoop of your door. Oh. The door in front of you open. Am I covered in mud? Oh yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> real. You're covered in mud. I'm gonna You're like a slug just pull like pulling yourself onto your own stoop. Okay. I'm gonna open the door. It's already open. Is Nettles there? No. Okay. Um, but there is a, like a towel, like on the like in front of the door for you. Okay, I am going to. Since my house is fucking empty, I'm literally just gonna throw all of my clothes off and put a towel on, and then walk to take a bath. Okay, so Shira spends the ne- rest of the night taking a bath before she goes to sleep. Who was next? And pounding my head against the bathtub <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> my life is terrible now. I don't know. I got a nine. I got a seven. And Wait. I got a four. Okay, you two are in the same place, so we can do you at the same time. Okay. So I'll do Roxanne and then go over to you guys. Roxanne. Oh, I'm scraping meat off of a skull. <laughs> Did you never go to sleep? I don't sleep. I, like, sit still for a little bit, but I don't really sleep. I mean, imagine you do, like, the elf thing where you just, like, kind of sit still for a while. Yeah. Um, but I think you'll only have to do it for like four hours or something like yep, that, right? Four hours. Yeah. Okay. And you said something about one of my siblings was going to send something to me, but I don't recall that at all. She said it to you. Oh, not she. Uh, they said it to you um, like when you met them. Oh, they... Don't you remember? No. Do you remember that meeting at all? I remember the meeting. I don't remember what. I know that we had very, very different ideas about what was the best way to be like our mom, but mm-hmm. yeah, because they were it. like, "You're doing it wrong." You're doing it wrong, and I was like, "You're doing it wrong." So that was all, and then I left. They said, "Yeah, they said they were gonna send a person, right?" Well, they already sent like shit in my house and like invaded my space. <laughs> Yeah, so rude. Like so rude. Is that what they said they were going to send a person? If they weren't my family, I'd kill them. Christian? Uh, n- I don't believe that's what they said. I believe it was something more like they were going... They, they, they may have sent... They were sending a person to offer them something, but it was more about an opportunity. Oh. Hmm. Well... An opportunity just... to see that you're wrong. <laughs> They're wrong. They're just trying to help you. So yeah, I'm just sitting there... Talking to Mezzo and getting a mouth ready for them. A nice skeleton mouth. Okay. Uh, I think at this point you'd probably be done, like, scraping away all the everything not bone. Ugh. Terrible. Probably would have been easier to, like, acid it off. You said this last time, too. Yeah. 
And there aren't really any birds in this bro to, like, help me clean it if I leave it for a day. No. Because it's all rainy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it's time to give Mezzo their new mouth. Here you go, Do you want to do that now? Here in the, in the middle of the night? The rain pounding on the outside of your small home? Sure, why Ma- not? The many leaks around you making a lighter rain indoors. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Seems like good enough time as any. Okay. So what are you doing? Uh. Uh. So what I remember, um. Doctor Pulpo saying is that you needed. <laughs> Don spraying stuff in his mouth. Sour. I don't understand people in the sour. So good. Uh. I don't know. They didn't really tell me how to use it. No, they didn't. And I don't actually, did they even tell you that you needed like a mouth? Yeah, you needed a partner. That's what I remember anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I don't know. Uh, so I guess I'll just put part of the potion, half of the potion on the skull mouth and the other half in the lower portion of Mezzo's face? I don't know how this works. So you you take out the potion, and I guess you put Mezzo down on the ground where Mm -hmm. they sit staring up at you curiously, as they usually do. And then you put the skull next to Mezzo, and then pour some of the potion on the skull? Yeah, like on the teeth section and jaw. Making sure to liberally get the mouth part of the skull. Yeah, this is the part that's important. Mm Mm-hmm. This is going to be so terrible. <laughs> I, you said you trusted Popo, but it doesn't seem like you do. You're making me doubt myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I'll just put it on Mezzo's face. And then you, you, you step over to Mezzo holding the rest of the potion. And for a moment, you hesitate, wondering, what am I supposed to give Mezzo this potion when they don't have a mouth? Well, that's the whole point of this. Exactly. And you assume that, of course, Dr. Popo, being a brilliant and very official medical doctor, definitely took that into account. Like, of course, the person who's going to take this potion doesn't have a mouth if I need to give them one. Yeah, I mean, he's been reliable so far. So reliable. So reliable. So, uh, you just sort of pour it on the general mouth area of Mezzo. Mm Mm-hmm. Poor Mizzo. And for a moment, nothing seems to happen. Mm -hmm. You watch as the potion, glittering slightly in the uh, light of the night, hangs there, dripping off syrupy. And then it begins to glitter a little more and shine a little more. And you watch as the light springing from both spots where the potion has touched joins up and meets in the air and the skull vanishes it's gone and it's gone huh and so is the potion hmm. and mezzo is still there do you feel any different mezzo i'm asking with message um mezzo responds uh, with message no i feel the same huh maybe it just takes a little time maybe did you, do you, does it usually? I don't know. I haven't used this kind of potion before. But you have a mouth. Because that's the way I was made. <laughs> but I wasn't made with a mouth? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> I gave you lots of eyes, though. We were, so the budget eyes. was wasted on eyes. <laughs> yeah, we spent all of our budget on eyes. Really should have had someone there to tell me less eyes, more mouth. <laughs> well, we we have lots of time, so let's just wait and see. Okay, so you you just sit down and just do. I imagine when a robot says "Let's wait and see," they just sit down in front of you and stare at you yep. until something happens. Exactly. So you sit down in front of Mezzo and you stare at Mezzo, and Mezzo stares back, and the both of you. Wait for something to happen. Mm-hmm. 
and wait for something to happen. Maybe wait for like four hours? Okay, you wait for four hours and nothing seems to happen. Hmm. I wonder where that skull went. (laughs) (laughs) Did you massage her little doll body to see if there's any miniaturized skulls inside of it yet? I mean... They're made of wood, so I'm not sure you could feel oh, right. skulls a... inside of them. Yeah, well, right. okay, so if I shake Mezzo like a rattle, do I hear anything besides the finger bones that are, like, scattered in there? Or do I hear those at all when Mezzo moves? Uh, you, you did just put the finger bones inside of them, right? Inside the doll. Okay, um... You shake Mezzo and no, you don't hear any, like, rattling. Okay. Weird. Mezzo shake just stands there. It's just la- he's just passive as you like, just pick them and shake them next to your head like a present on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Nothing? Hmm. Well, it wasn't very long that we waited, so let's wait a couple more hours. Let's wait a couple more centuries. I can wait that long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, again, wait. A few more hours. Outside, the rain pounds against the side, drowning out the sound of anything else. And is the constant thrum as you and Mezzo stare at each other. Mezzo's very good at staring, by the way. Probably better than you are. Jeez. Well, I mean, neither of them have to blink, but I guess she's getting more eyes. Heard. <clears throat> I mean, how can you beat that many eyes? You, yeah, you multiply by what? For each pair? Just yep. another times one? Yep, that's how Mezzo. How many eyes does Mezzo have? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. So, hard to outstare twenty-five eyes. Again, you wait for several hours and nothing seems to happen. Nothing changes. The light changes slightly, going from the darkness of the like the very middle of the night, as the moon passes by and changes everything slightly. Well, I guess we can talk to Pulpo tomorrow. When the sun comes out again and see why this is taking so long. That sounds good, right? Probably. Okay. Mezzo stares at you. Mm hmm. Okay. And I'm just going to wait for the rest of the night. Okay. Uh, are you just going to be staring at Pulpo for the rest? No, Pulpo. At Mezzo? Mezzo for the rest of the night? Yeah. Okay, so... That's not creepy. <laughs> Gotta erase this That's the wrong now. Luigi on your uh, blanket there, by the way. How's what? that the wrong it's, Luigi? It's not Waluigi. Oh, I see. Oh, I Wah. tell you, if I could buy a Waluigi blanket, I'd be buying it. But I had to settle for a regular Luigi blanket. Just... Put some acrylic paint Roxanne, all over the blanket. <laughs> as you uh, settle down to sit the night out, as you would do every night, mm-hmm. and stare at a wall, though this time staring at Mezzo, which is definitely an improvement, mm-hmm. uh, even through the din of the rain, you hear a knocking downstairs. I guess I didn't write go away on the door itself, so I can't expect people Did to you just... write go away on the door? Oh, you wrote it inside. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a work in progress. Yeah. People might get suspicious, though, if I write it on the outside. And it'll get washed away. Just write welcome on the door, but do it in blood. <laughs> <laughs> they want Come me to on in. I, I don't think she would understand <laughs> the humor how, how that would work. She'd be like, well, I don't Please want to welcome enter. them. I want them to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll go down and check on the door. Okay, as you're heading down the spiral staircase, down, down, down the spiral staircase, down the spiral staircase, and keep down, because it's a really tall tower, mm-hmm. and this takes a while. The whole time, someone is knocking on the door uh, quite urgently. How, like, is... It's still, like, dark out? Oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's er, like like early morning, middle of the night. It's very dark out. Okay. Occam is a place yeah. that is qu- still quite active at night. Like, you know, many of the lights in the buildings are still on. But yes, it is the middle of the night. Okay. I'm taking my time, though. Okay, you take just, just leisurely going down the stairs. You have all the time in the world. You're immortal. Yeah. So uh, when you finally make it down at the bottom, you uh, there's a door in front of you. You see it's, you know, it's rattling slightly with the person knocking on it. But it is an older door. Um, 
Does it open inwards or outwards? I forget. Probably inwards. It opens inwards. You wouldn't want any door to open outwards right, here because it'd get all wet. <clears throat> I'll just open the door up. Okay. Uh, you open the door up and you spot someone you've met before. I don't remember if they had a name before. So if you at any point want to know their name, so you, which you probably won't, I'll, I'll make up a new one. Okay. But it's uh, the, um, oh gosh, what do they call now? It's the gray tiefling from before. Oh, the one I electrocuted? Yes. Cool. You see, he's standing outside in the dark night, sopping wet, uh, holding like his arm like, to his side because he's probably pretty cold because you left it right here in the rain for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes? What do you want? Uh, you, do you think I've come in for a moment? I'm going to open the door the rest of the way so he can see go away. <laughs> you just open the door, like, without saying the open the door a little bit more, it just says, go away, written in blood. Trying blood. Trying blood. Point. Like, just, in, is that your response? Mm-hmm. He, he looks over you. Uh, yeah, uh, so can I come in? He can walk past me if he wants. Well, that would be rude. Well... She opened the door for I him. I opened the door. Oh, I guess you did. Do you, like... I'm just staring at him Are you standing time. in, like, would he have to push past you to get into the room? Or are you, is there, like, I'll a step, space? I'll step backwards as the door opens. Oh, okay. So, so you, you open the door more and step backwards, also exposing the large go-away written in blood yeah. on the wall. So he, he walks in, uh, thanks. Is the meat scarecrow downstairs? Yeah, but it's decapitated at this point. I mean, I, what about the, no, still... no, I thought it was upstairs because I would have needed to like reapply blood to write go away. So I probably would have like, no, I don't remember. I feel like you, you brought it upstairs so that you could start stripping parts of it off. It's probably upstairs at this point. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. It's been a while. So now it's just go away on the wall in a material that might be blood, but he could probably, you know, explain it away as something else to himself. Okay. I thought I told you to go away pretty clearly. Why are you here Oh, uh, yeah, that seems, uh, he looks over the wall. This seems pretty clear to me. So why are you here? Um, well, look, this is, uh... It's hard for me to say. Is no. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the difficulty right now. You know, it's swelling up in my throat. It's getting caught there. But uh, listen, I need your help. What? Yeah. So uh, after you know what happened, didn't know you was uh, related to the boss, as it were. So I kind of lost my job. So I was hoping you could, you know, you could talk, talk to him. What's the name of your sibling again? I don't have my note. My oh, actual uh, notes. Topaz. Topaz, yeah. You know, but if you could talk to, you know, Topaz and you know, maybe smooth this whole thing over. You know, let it, let her know it was just a, just a misunderstanding. Re- I'd really appreciate it. Beautiful. Thank you, John. Sorry. <laughs> uh, why do you want to even work for Topaz? They're, they like, they're not very nice to their employees. Oh well, what boss is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, um, yeah, well, Just stare. Well, you know, they they pay well. Job security's good. As long as you, why you do what you're told. Why should I help you? I don't really understand why you're asking me. Um, I'm, I just, I mean, just you, you related to the boss. I thought maybe if you, you talk to them. I'm going to open the door again. I mean, I, I would so certainly, I can, I can get you stuff. I can get you anything, but I just thought you was the one who could help me. I'm not, I'm not asking you to do it for free, of course. Uh... <laughs> side quest? You want another side quest? How about another side quest? <laughs> uh, I guess we could go talk to Topaz now if you want. I don't know. Oh, sh- sure, sure. I mean, if you, 
If you want to go right now, we can do that. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, we can do it whenever it's good for you, too, you know. I still got a little bit of a nest egg. I'm not going to starve immediately, you know. But I am going to starve eventually, so, you know. A nest egg? Like, oh, I would know what a nest egg is, actually. Um, no, you money. might not know it. No, no, you might not, because that's a, you know, it's a metaphor term, which is not something you'd know being like a hermit. Okay. Like it's like a safety net, you know, but made of money. A net made of money. <clears throat> uh, yeah. It sounds complicated. How do you attach the money to make the net? <laughs> oh, you know, by working those extra hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't. Okay. No. Uh, it's, uh, it's just extra money. In case you can't get more money. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah, let's just go now, cause I don't know. I'm gonna be right back, and I'm gonna walk upstairs and tell Meza that I'll be back, and then go back downstairs. Are you not gonna take Meza with you? Uh. They have to work on resolving their mouth situation, so maybe they need to sit still for a while <laughs> maybe, longer. Uh, do you want to tell them? Maybe you need to sit very still. Yeah. Okay. On Mezzo, little Mezzo nods and then stops nodding. Okay. And sits very still. And then we'll go walk to uh, do you have Topaz. An you have an umbrella. I have yes. an umbrella okay. that I'm not going to share. Okay. Very, very generous of you. <laughs> so you, you step out into the torrential midnight rain of Little Occam and head towards the shining manor of your sibling. Mm -hmm. Over to Dweezel and Ragna. Oh, I think the, the episode is over. Oh, <laughs> I really don't want it to be. I want it. I want to. Well, I guess next time. It's, no, a, it's, no. it's, it's a little bit short, but I'm actually like, I feel like I'm about to fall asleep. <sighs> so. And also, like, it seems weird to start our thing because it took like. And is it Ron? Over 30 minutes. Too? Yeah, Ron is, is there yes. as well. Yeah. So when Ron comes back from yeah. the dead, we so can do our turn. Ron will be here. I hate you it know, when you guys don't get a turn. Not though. a pile of peeps well, anymore. We're gonna John... we're gonna bring him to the wizard to turn him back into a person. <laughs> yeah, we need to collect a lot of uh, ingredients to turn Ron back to a normal human. But I think we can do it, right? Christian's <laughs> no. choking on water over we there. We can't even no, I'm drink just water here. Some of myself. Yeah, we're highly incompetent. Ron's just gonna have to. Okay, Wait, when did Ron not become a person? At the beginning, uh, at the beginning of, the of this episode, we told everyone that he died, and, and became then became peeps. A a and then peeps. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I forgot about and that. And a towel, a towel, and just, peeps. Yeah, he's a towel and peeps. We okay. did that on this iteration did of we, the podcast. Actually? Did we? I don't, I don't think remember. we did. No, we did. Are you sure? Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> we actually recorded for like two minutes, and then we fucked up, and then we recorded we, we, we it. Did it. But I'm pretty sure. That on this episode, Either that or I talk about Ron being referring dead. to alternate timeline. Ron. Yes, alternate <laughs> yeah. timeline. Ron is a bag of peeps. Oh, this is going on Instagram for sure. <laughs> okay. Ron, I made it. Thank you, John. Thanks Another for listening, Instagram. everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.